Hello everyone, welcome to Game Requan Podcast from the FPL Life or Deadline. I am um, great. Today yes, Sam me. is not with me, but um, another Sam is with me. Like I say, even I want Sabi play FPL. <laughs> Just name yourself Sam. Uh, we are Sam the Guru is here with me, a veteran FPL manager. Welcome. It's nice to have you, Sam. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's good to be on here. Yeah. Can you, can you repeat what you said? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. I said thank you very much. Um, it's nice to be on here. Thank you for the invite. Welcome. Welcome. Sam Degu is a is a is a vet, is a veteran manager. I've been I've been spying, I've been doing my FBI work for some seasons now. Mm-hmm. How many how many seasons have you been playing? How many seasons have you been playing that year? Well, I've been playing since um, 2009. That's about <laughs> um, about about 13 years now. But you know, um, yes, you know those 2009, 2010 seasons. I can remember yeah. back then. Then I just wow. set my team, and um, I probably forget about <laughs> it. Exactly. You know, and um, you know, it went on like that for many years because then FPL was not so competitive. It was Big, like, yeah, it wasn't yeah, it was just like I was playing against myself. I just I love watching Premier League games, so I just saw yeah. the, the link on 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 Premier League website and I I just followed it and I just saw it was interesting. You know, the first four or five years, there was no experience because it was not competitive. Sometimes I just play my triple captain or with one, use my bench tools or with two, and something like that. So it was until a few years ago, let me say maybe most recent years, that was when we started playing mini leagues and then I started taking it more serious. And here we are today. Yeah. Last season, last season you finished. Um, is in the top three thousand and the top two thousand. What was your? What I was your finished. Um, I finished about three thousand seven in the world. I think that was wow. my. Uh, that was my best. Um, yeah, that was my yeah. best. My best rank so far. But it was a bit disappointing because I actually I tried to get into three three digit rank because I had all the opportunities but you know this game sometimes oh. things would not just yeah. go yeah. it is still a very very great season. Yeah very very, very very great thing. Okay. Yeah. So today basically what we'll be doing is um let's so we don't start to bore you. Like I will go straight to team reviews. Like I can say where team reviews as at the time of recording. So the pod okay. is being recorded on Tuesday, so we don't know. We might hear news of injuries or players being fit, and that can that can probably change whatever we have set up. So let me oh. let me go first, then you okay. go next, and I would my pod partner that is um, unavoidably absent. I'll read out his own draft. So okay, let's go. Okay, so. Currently, I'm, and the injury to Robertson changed a lot for me. Like, I was planning to play 4-3-3 starting, but I switched to 3-4-3. So my starting lineup is um, Sanchez in goal. That's in the Brighton and who have young keeper. I have um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, um, Vladimir Sufal, and um, Joao Cancelo. Those are my three okay. starting defenders. I've opted to go against the park. <laughs> The park of um, Luke Shaw is the most highly owned player as of now. I okay. it's just I, it's something I feel that I if I if I determine that he's worth the he's worth the hype so far. Although he's well priced, that's that's the that, that's that's why many people are going for him. Like people expect him to be six point zero and all, but I just fancy something different for some reasons. So. My four midfielders are um, Mohamed Salah, 
Bruno Fernandes, Mason Greenwood, and um, Rafinha Belouli. Okay. So my starting midfielders. Yeah, then my three forwards are um, for now that is Antonio, Danny Ings, and Ivan Antonio. So I've I've just opted to. I'm not, is I don't know how to put it. How I think what do you, okay then the bench. Then let me just then my bench is work. My bench. Amati. Whether we are saying out Simikas, I don't know how to even pronounce the name well. Liverpool sub um, wing back. So that's that's that, that's my team. Then my sub keeper is in Foster. So I'll repeat it again for Clarity Sanchez, Trent, Sufal, Cancelo, Salah, Fernandez, Greenwood, Rafinha, Antonio Ings, and Bench, Foster, Amar, Brown. That's my team. So I, I just want to can be behind some selections. So let's okay. say Trent, for instance. I I really fancy Trent for many reasons. We know his potential. Like in my opinion, I feel that if Trent were a midfielder, what comparing Trent to midfielders that are seven point five, I'm more comfortable owning Trent in the sense that. At the end of the day, most likely he's going to outscore them, like over the space of over 38 game weeks. If he plays yeah. every week and they play every week, most of the 7.5 price midfielder is going to probably outscore them. So I feel he's worth the price. And um, yeah, so, so far, so, you, 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 any comments on that? I said I agree with that. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, that the man so far, we know his potential. Like last season, I really won't, I won't crash well. But I just feel that Cresswell's trait is from set pieces. He's very good with set pieces. But I feel that for 0.5 less, so far can can justify, can can match Cresswell in a sense. Then Cancelo. Cancelo is like the risky pick because of him. Sam Sam is even a City fan. I I noticed. Yeah, City fan, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> so because of the purple but I since Walker during the community she was I don't think he was even on the bench. Was he? I don't think so. No, he was not on the bench because of um the Euros. Like he okay. got an extended time with Telling and time. the English players due to okay. getting to the finals of the just completed um Europe. Okay. So he was not on the bench. So I, yeah. I expect Cancelo to since Pep is always keen on his players being like being fit and being match ready, I expect Cancelo at least for the first two matches. It's just it's, it's quite risky, but I feel that Cancelo has the potential to to make the risk pay off. So now I'm going for Cancelo. Then we know Salah, we know what he has done three, four seasons now. How many seasons? Yeah. Apart from last season when he was when um, Fernandez outscored him. In FPL, he has been FPL good, and we know his we know his worth. We don't need to stretch much about that. Why Bruno Fernandez? Yeah, last season's highest point scorer. Um, yeah. There's no need. There's no need. There's no need. So the other two, um, Rafinha. Rafinha is a very interesting player in the sense that he has. It's more like it's a bit like Cancelo in how the how the they have potential, but they did not. Consistently delivered on the potential FPL wise in terms yeah. of Rafinha is always stressing, he's always like the player that can get two goals or two assists or something like that. He gets just double returns. But I feel that um, seasons are different, and I still fancy him. Another price 6.5 is another player that I feel is overpaid and underpriced. So I, at that price, I, 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 I believe he, he, he's worth the price. Like he's worth more than the price. So that's what I'm going for, Rafinha. Then Greenwood, Greenwood, Greenwood was my, my most recent addition. When I sold Robertson after the injury, I was, I tried to consider options of players between 6.5 and 7.5, and I just. Feel that Greenwood is the kind of player that is a is a, a start man. He can just come, he can just score two goals, and I feel he's going to I feel he's going to start the first few matches. I feel he's going to start the first 
Cavani is just coming back. Um, I think he's just joined. He's just coming to England. Then um, Rashford is injured. Then Sancho might not start the first match. So putting all those factors together, he's most likely going to start the first set of matches. So and I I, I feel he's, he's for, for, at 7.5. And given the fixtures, man, you have to start. He's that kind of player. He's a goal scorer. He's a natural goal scorer. So I I feel he's good enough. Then up front. Antonio, the only fear is just the hamstring and everything. He's a very good player. Danny Ings, Danny Ings is a proven, um, proven um, FPL oh, asset. Right. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. The only thing there is Ivan Antonio. But the, the problem is, is at that, you know, given the budget of 100 million, there's uh, there's no much you can do. You have to, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to create a balance. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, he, he, Ivan Antonio is a pretty good at least based on his time in the championship. And 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 one thing I want to state here is my port partner mentioned this on one of our chats earlier. He said players that come from championship, especially forwards that have probably done well in championship. The recent history has shown that they would tend to still do reasonably well in the Premier League. Taking like a Patrick Bamford for instance and even mm-hmm. Tim Puki, although Puki went on a very good initially before he bought and I, I feel that at 6.5 the only other options we have at 6.5 they are not really exciting like that so mm-hmm. as, yes, the best, the bench, it's the best 6.5 option yeah the best 6.5 option yeah so the bench is just the bench yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just the bench to make sure that the starting level is is good enough with the projects we have so that's that's, that's just my thinking so um, mm-hmm. I, can you go over can you go over Over my team, my team yeah. as things stands right now, although obviously I'm still going to make a few changes to this changes. team. Okay. But I have, yeah, I have um, Sanchez in goal, the okay. Brighton goalkeeper. I have um, Luke Shaw. I have um, Trent Alexander-Arnold. I have um, Sufal. Okay. I have Jack Grealish okay. in midfield. Bruno Fernandez, wow, Mo Salah. Okay. I, I still have Bonidia in my team. Even though he has a Ooh, okay. okay. I don't Even know if I'm has... pronouncing I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name correctly, but the Aston Villa guy, we, Bonidia. We don't know, it's not I a Nigerian name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I have Danny Ings, I have um Antonio. Then on, on the bench okay. right now I have Fossa, I have that Liverpool guy, Sismith Cast or whatever it's called. Simi. I have Brownfield. Yeah. yeah. Then I have okay. Obafemi. That's Stockhampton Obafemi, okay. striker. Then I have Luke so are you... Oh, you have Luke have Ailey, Ailey. too. Yeah. So are you, are you opting to play 4 4 2? You see, this draft right now is. I have not really completed the, the plan. You understand? Because oh. I don't. This is how I play FPL. I don't set a team, then decide that this is the formation I play. I am very, very okay. flexible. This week, I might play three at the back, five in the middle, then two attackers. Next week, I might just go okay. with four at the back. For example, maybe okay. I notice one of my strikers is facing the best defense in the league. Then one of the defenders I would normally put on the bench has a relatively easier feature on paper. There's a potential of clean sheet there. I would rather play yeah. that defender sometimes. It depends on, for example, look at um, Chelsea's defense last season. Maybe if I have yeah. someone like, although sometimes it doesn't always work that way, sometimes the striker will score and the defender will be or we know that is part of the game. So I'm just talking about how yeah, I play the game sometimes. I don't stick to a particular formation. You understand? True. So, so my yeah, thought yeah, process yeah. in selecting this draft so far, which obviously I think I will still make some changes, um, especially um, as we we await the fitness news of some of these players, like Watkins, for example. I think he went off um, during yeah. that last pending. So, if Watkins is out, then it makes Danny Ings hundred percent in my tribe. But if Watkins is yeah, fit, I think Ings might still stay. But Bonilla also, I need to know 
what exactly is going on with him. So Sanchez will go. Yes, I just feel Brighton have um, Brighton have good futures. They have easier futures, and I'm this type of person that I like to spend the least amount of money for my goalkeepers. I am very very tempted with um, with Martinez because Martinez. he's highly owned. Yes, but I feel that extra one million with players getting so expensive, and we are still expecting. We are still expecting to move for premium forward at the point because Lukaku to Chelsea is like a done deal. Okay. Yes, Lukaku is like a done deal. We still need Kane. Then we are still going to look into Manchester City assets like Kevin De Bruyne, Sterling, if they pick from. So I feel if I commit extra one million on goalkeepers, I might actually regret it later. So I'm just thinking exactly. it because. This is how I play my game in a way that I don't like to try to use my bad card in making with three. I don't like to just define something ahead. You understand? Especially when we don't have enough yeah. information yet. So I like to plan yeah. for as long as possible. Because if, from your draft, you were talking about um, Cancelo. You said Cancelo, you think he would start the first two games. You said um, Greenwood probably would start yeah. the first two games. You know, every managers we have different styles and too. we have um, different ways. Different ways we play the game. I don't like to play the game that way because when you already have two players in your team, you are thinking of getting rid of. Then what happens when you know you are you're talking about what you think? What about when something you don't see coming happens? For example, an injury to probably Danny Ings. So Danny Ings get gets injured, then Cancelo. Is benched by Pep, then you are frustrated with Ings getting injured, then Cancelo is out, then Greenwood starts from the bench. Then you are having three players, then remember transfers are precious. Then earlier you are already thinking of playing your white card. You understand? Hmm. So, yeah. but like I said, every manager with their staff. So the, how I like to play the game is I like to just look ahead and just make sure that I have a pretty balanced code that I okay. can just I use know. one or two transfers to fit. Can you hear me? I can't hear you. Hello? Just repeat what you said. It's I said, um, like, what? What is it? Is it still breaking? How about now? How about now? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good now. It's good now. It's good. Okay. So I said that what I like to do is I like to look ahead before setting my final game with one thing. So now you talked about Luxor. You talked about Luxor. You said that you just don't want to follow the hype. If I, I think that was what you said. You said you just don't want to follow the hype and yeah. this and that. Now, if you look no, at no, no, Luxor situation, it's not just about not following the hype. Do you? Sometimes you just have a feeling, in a sense. Sure, it's a good okay. pick, and I, I admit okay. that, but. I just feel that I I can get more from Cancel or Leon. That's how I that's how I see it. Okay, can I can I Arsenal ask yet. what club you support? Okay, I support Arsenal actually. You support Arsenal, okay. Trust me, if you support Manchester United, you would never leave Shaw out of your first draft. Now let me tell you the reasons why I would never I won't leave Shaw out. Let me give you a few reasons. Now you see Shaw right now is on about fifty something percent. It's on about fifty something percent owned. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just imagine Shaw Shaw banks in that first game. Gets probably an assist, <laughs> which we all know is can get or scores a goal. Now, if Shaw does that, then in week two, immediately you are already thinking about how to get Shaw in. Just imagine, like, after week one, Shaw is scoring 15. Automatically, yeah. you are almost bottom of all your leagues. Trust me, because most Certainly. of us will cap So you are almost yeah. bottom of all your leagues. Then from that week one, you started putting yourself under pressure. Then you know what is going to happen after that? A few people like you, who felt maybe Shaw won't do well, will start transferring yeah. Shaw into their yeah. teams. Then Shaw yeah, is going to rise in price. Then probably you don't have a balance in your in your bank. You don't have any money left. Then you are struggling to get your in. 
then that is where you start taking your minus four. You get mm-hmm. so sometimes it is better to go with a safer pick. Are you getting what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you go with Shaw yeah. now, we all have Shaw. Imagine if Shaw plays about 20 minutes and gets injured, then the risk is very, very minute because we all have him. Like when I say we all, I mean majority. Majority of us, majority, us yeah. are, are stuck one, with that problem. So you you will say that the, the damage would be so so little. Now, if you look at Cancelo versus um, Shaw, Cancelo yeah. is even more expensive. That's number one. Yeah. Cancelo is not is not nailed. You get me? Yeah, it's he's not nailed. Cancelo's first three fixtures is facing. Um, three of the top six, like the traditional top six now. I know Arsenal did okay. not finish. Can you hear me? Hello? Can yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. I can hear you. I I can Cancelo's, hear you. Um, Cancelo's first three fixtures. He's facing three of the traditional top six. He faces Tottenham. Yeah. He faces um, Norwich. That's the second game. Yeah. That game is very, very good. Then the third yeah. game is... Um, the third game is, I think, Leicester then Arsenal. So in, Arsenal. The, in the first four games, in the first four games, Cancelo is playing against three of the top six, which means on paper those are not the easiest games for Cancelo. At all. You get so yeah. you are putting a player who doesn't have the easiest games, and he also is not hundred percent nailed in your week one team. You see, this is how we discuss FPL. Remember, we talk about things before they happen, not after they happen. So if you look at the reasons now, on paper now, before a ball is kicked, Shaw is a better pick than Cancelo right now. But you so know this game is funny now. Cancelo yeah. might just go on the first game and score a brace. Second game, score versus Norwich, keep a clean sheet. You know, things like that can yeah. happen in this game. But yeah, but, but playing the odds, I mean the probability favors yeah, show now. Yeah. Exactly, because because you know, probably I'm not um I'm not the person who always tell people exactly what they to do to their team because you tell people something sometimes and um probably someone is asking you for an advice like sure or advice, this, yeah. The person, yes, the person is having cancer currently, then you tell the person, Okay, these are the reasons I want to push you. Then within the first game, 15 minutes, Shaw is injured. Then Cancelo gets a goal versus Tottenham. Injured. And the person will probably come back to you and say, I, I wanted to pick Cancelo, you you, you uh, made me change my mind. Yeah. Sure. You understand? So I always tell people to stick, stick, stick with what to you believe plan. in. Stick yeah, with exactly, your plan. Exactly. But if you, stick, if you stick my opinion, I will tell you what yeah. I think about your team. It doesn't mean you need to Chetting. apply it. We are different managers. You can play the game in different ways. Different, you understand? Yeah. So, yeah. So, let me continue analysis on my own team. That is the reason why there's Shaw there. And Shaw is not going All anywhere right. unless he's injured in my team. Injured, yeah. Trent Alexander-Arnold. I don't need to say so much about Arnold. I don't need to say so much about him. I have um, Sufal. Yeah. The reason I have Sufal is because I like the early fixtures and the... He has assists in him. And he's also, yeah. I think that point five from Cresswell is also good. Then I have Alien in my team right now. Not the plan for Alien is not from the beginning because he has Manchester United. I'll probably not start him for that game. I'll probably but I think um they have very good fixtures later. Actually, I'm still considering um a, an Aston Villa defender. Just because I always like to cover for points, because so many people okay to cover, for, to cover for Martinez. Yes, to cover for Martinez, I always try to. But then I, I now I thought about it that okay, I think I can survive Aston Villa for the first three weeks, provided Sanchez gives me at least one clean sheet, and Sufal gives okay. me at least one clean sheet. I think I would somehow cover for that. You understand? You so my midfield now. The reason I have Grealish, Grealish is not nailed in my side right now, but I have him in my team because Phil Foden is injured, De Bruyne is injured, and Grealish, yes, Grealish is like, is nailed. But I am, I think I am making one of the mistakes 
you know, we are all humans. There's no professional anywhere. We are humans playing this game and mistakes happen. I'm making one of yeah. the few mistakes of what I tell people about. I am trying to be a bit biased with my Grealish inclusion of this thing, in this team. Grealish is a Manchester City player. He's a new player yeah. I'm so excited about. So it is more yeah. of using my heart than using my edge. Yeah. Because if I'm going to use my edge, I'm going to say Grealish is a new player. He's still new to City's system. We've not seen what he can do with City. We don't even know where Pep Guardiola will play in. Okay. You know that? Yeah. yeah, so those are the important But The reason he's in my squad right now is because I love City and I want him to do well. Yeah. You understand now? So that is why. So Grealish is still... I will still think about things because I'm considering Greenwood. Like you have Greenwood okay. in your team. I like Greenwood. And I think Lingard yeah. is out. Yeah. I don't know if Sancho would start. But I think Greenwood, if, he, if or when he plays, he has goals in him. You understand? Yeah, so I'm still considering Greenwood. Yeah. Then another player I like so much that if I am sure yeah. he's starting, he would surely be in my team, is um, Jota. Liverpool's Jota. Yeah, yeah. Really Jota, like that was Jota. the problem. problem with Jota yeah, is like just Jota. The, the certainty of minutes. Especially yes. since Firmino I, played their last preseason and scored two goals. Because he yeah, played yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, I'm still coming back to I'm still coming back to that Liverpool situation. Now you um Bundia. Bundia is a very exciting player that I like. And I like those first three fixtures for Aston Villa. I feel there are goals in them. So I just wanted to have two Aston Villa attackers. Doctor. That's why I have Danny Ings okay. and Bunibia. Danny Ings does not need an explanation. If Watkins is out, Ings is 100% in my team. Even if Watkins is not out, I think Ings will start. You understand? Okay. Then Antonio too yeah. is 100% nailed in my team for obvious reasons. You know, right now we don't have premium attackers. Lukaku to Chelsea yeah, yeah. is not complete. He will probably not start. Harry Kane is yeah. a bit unsettled. He will probably probably not start. Simo Werner yeah, yeah. is not nailed. You understand? Okay. So we don't really have the premium strikers right now. So we focus yeah. on this middle class strikers who I believe they will do well soon. Now, looking yeah. at my bench, I have this Liverpool left back, this Sismeskas. Sorry for butchering the name. I cannot pronounce it. Now, I'm a bit <laughs> worried about... I'm a bit worried about the player because of the following reasons. The first reason is it will probably not start. It's not nailed to start. We don't know yeah, if Klopp would start. probably play yeah. James Milner there. Milner, right? Now, if Klopp, yeah. yes, if, if Klopp decides to play Milner there, then there's a problem. Because I would need to ship out this guy, and many people would too. And you, you know, when you ship out a four-million defender, the only person you can replace him with would also be someone like a four-million defender. Yeah. And four million, really, yeah. Yes, or 4.5 if you if you have some money in the bank. And that doesn't really help your team at the beginning. Because if you if you retain this guy, this business card, and um, it doesn't start, then you are looking for you to get rid of him. Then Jota, for example, is performing well. You know you already have Alexander Arnold and Salah in that thing. Now yeah, you are so to get Jota. So it you would mean you need to you cannot go direct swap for three yeah. for three Liverpool anymore. You need to sell this left back, this four million Liverpool defender. You need to sell it. Then you would need to sell someone else in your midfield. You understand? That is you yeah, taking minus four. Then it means you are taking a minus four for a for a totally <laughs> irrelevant four point zero million yeah. defender. You understand? So sometimes yeah. when you when you are looking at that, you need to put everything into consideration. If the guy is 100% new to start, then no-brainer. I would even yeah. start him in games I would start Alexander Arnold because yes, yes. is right back. If he keeps the double up, yeah. you double up immediately because that price is so good for a Liverpool defender. So that is why I yeah, still have my worries on the guy. If, for example, we listen to Klopp on on Friday or Thursday and maybe he says something like um, Jota is going to start and all that. Trust me, Jota would be my gimmick one team. You understand? Okay. Because that Norwich feature 
is very, very attractive. And we know when you have pace, it's almost likely to get returns. To score. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's a direct player, he scores, he gives assists and all that. So that is why I just have an idea of what my team would look like now. I think at the moment I have I have about six players that would surely be in my game in content. You understand? And those six players are Bookshaw, yeah. Alexander Arnold, Fernandez, Salah, Danny Ings, and Antonio. Those six players, I think, would 100% be in my game with one team. Now, the, the players, I still have a feeling, a good feeling. Sanchez. I like Sanchez, but I'm considering um, Watford goalkeeper. Um, okay, what's his name again? Batman. Yes, I'm, I'm, I, I think I like him because I feel he has good fixtures and um, I think he would have a lot of safe points. I feel with Sanchez, the best six, I would expect six, yeah. without is just... With Sanchez, I think I would just expect six, six points, points. Because the way, yes, just clean sheet is what I would expect. Or maybe odd weeks if he saves a penalty. Because the way Brighton play, if you notice how they play, they try to dominate possession. They try to control the game most times. That is how Brighton play. And teams don't shoot often at Brighton. So you see, it's, it's like a boring goalkeeper. So by dominating possession, he loses the yes, chance of getting the... Look at um, Aston Villa last season. One of the reasons why Martinez was so good. Martinez started last season at 4.5. You remember? He started last uh-huh. season at 4.5. But he had a lot of saves. And you, if they are playing a very tight game, Martinez is always among the bonus points because of saves. Bonus and trust points. me, instead of a goalkeeper giving you six, 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 if a goalkeeper can give you nine this week and doesn't keep a clean sheet in the next week, he has given you a few points for another clean sheet. That is how I look at those points. I always look at the players that can give me maximum points, the players that can give me points from different areas. Martinez ticks okay. all those boxes. But the only thing I don't like about Martinez is his price. So I will probably not go for Martinez. Yeah. But I feel Watford goalkeeper, I don't know how good their defense is. So that might be something okay. I might put into consideration going into um, maybe when I want to play my white card. So something okay. I would just advise um, people setting game with one thing to do is like yeah. just I like to keep game with one. I like to keep it simple. You understand? I like to keep it simple. Yeah. I don't like to overthink. I like to just have players I can captain, like the premium options I can captain for a few weeks and just have a balanced squad. You understand? So yeah. that I would know that, okay, if anything happens to this guy, I have a plan. If something happens to this guy, I have a plan. So that is just, so the bench options, Foster, Brown, you, those ones are just bench holders. So that uh, is just my right. thing right now. Okay, no problem. Let me let me go through quickly go over some. Yeah, you made you made a lot of very you made a lot of very Thank good you points. very much. Yeah. Um, so it's worth considering, it's worth considering. So but always the important thing is like so before I came online, someone was telling me okay, someone was telling me that um just one dub my team. This is not just kind of talk. But the funny thing uh, is, yeah. even, even, even if two, two people start with the same team, it doesn't mm. doesn't mean that over the course of the season, the decisions they will make, like things like captaincy, who deciding who to start and who to bench, all those things will still. Yeah, will still. you see, I I I joined I joined I joined the mini league a few weeks ago, and um, someone there was someone there was like. Asking a few questions, so people there were telling him, ah, this guy, this, he finished this last season and that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, ah, that he, will, he wouldn't stress himself, all he would do is just to copy <laughs> my team. I was just laughing because you cannot copy, you cannot copy teams in FPO. It, I don't know exactly. why people feel like I, you can exactly. copy teams. You can't copy teams. If you set teams, a right, game with one team, if you, if you set a game with one yeah, team, you, my t- you would go, yeah. you would check out my team and you would notice about three, four, or five players are different from yours. So how do you intend to copy? Exactly. Are you going to That's change it. those five players in your game with two? At once, then pick how many. Or you, or you will immediately use your wild card and copy my own team. Yeah. Then you start you the game. Always, then you, how long no are you going to copy? Do you, 
you'll be one week behind. Yeah. Like I've made it you cannot this week. You want to copy. You can, because, because there are sometimes mm-hmm. that there are sometimes that I'll probably look at my team and feel I don't need to do anything, then I will just bank my transfer. So what will you do then? Yeah. You don't even know what oh. I will do. And I will have I have two transfers. If I have two transfers and I feel like I want to make yes, I want to make three moves yeah. for a minus four, if it is necessary. Then I make three moves. Then you are about five moves behind. So how yeah, exactly so are you planning to do that? So you know the thing is many people many people don't they don't believe in themselves. They feel the game is um the game has special players and no, I don't believe in that. You just need to know a few things. You need to have um, not... reasons why you have yeah. these players. So that is just yeah. you need to have guidelines that you follow personally. That is just the game should just be it's just it's it's a basic game that can be very interesting and frustrating at the same time. Yeah. So That's how it is. Yeah. Miss team. Uh, Sammy has him um, Sanchez in goal. He has Ben White. He has um, Trent Alexander Arnold. He has Luke Shaw. Then he has Vladimir Sufa. In midfield, he has um, he has um, Salah. He has Fernandez. For now, he has Sancho. He was telling me that he's probably moving out Sancho if he, if he since there are doubts. So he's probably moving out Sancho for maybe Greenwood, but he's not sure yet. Okay. Then he has. Uh, he has Buendia, same with you. He's thinking of okay. uh, monitoring okay. the situation with Buendia. Yeah. Okay. So up front, up front, he has um, Antonio and Danings. So on the bench, okay. he has um, Brownhill. He has he has Marquinho, then um, Obafemi. Yeah, Marquinho, like, that's Newcastle. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay, I think so, I think our, our teams are pretty similar. Yeah, very, very similar. Yeah, but both, both of you have like quite similar because it's just like um white. He, he, he has white. You have um, you have Ailing, right? On Ailing, the bench. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that that's like the major. Then he okay. He having Sancho. You having Greenish. But the Sancho movie already told me is going to. So he will probably uh, switch, um, switch uh, Sancho out for someone that is more certain. So. It's, it's it's interesting. Interesting. The beginning of the season is it's a very it's a very it's a very interesting time, and yeah, those seasons yeah. are always different. Like they are always yeah, they are, they are is, less. See, let me, let me see, if anyone asks me the most important thing to 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 note in fantasy Premier League, it is flexibility. Yeah. Very important. It is very, very important. important. It is flexibility. See, for if, example. If you, for example, I can't just say okay because I finished um, three thousand, three thousand seven yeah, exactly. in the world last season. I will do exactly how I did last season. I can't do the same thing. Last season had a lot of factors, COVID and all these things, and a lot of postponed postponed fixtures. You know, there's an yeah. element of luck in this game sometimes. You, of course, yeah, you you, you need to have the skill, but things change. You cannot play. And make decisions. Some people already would say, "I won't use my white card until game week five. I won't use yeah, my white card until game week seven. And they will want to stick to that. That is not how to play fantasy Premier League. Because in my opinion, if you say you won't use your white card this week, but your team obviously needs a white card, fix it. Use use your white yeah. card when it is necessary. Don't look at other. You need to focus on your own team. Don't just say you won't play your white card until game week whatever. Then you are waiting till that time when you actually need it. You understand? So that is yeah, I get it. Okay, let's let's quickly go to fixtures, key fixtures. Like, which fixture are you looking at for big points for massive holes? Big fixtures, like key fixtures. Well, key fixtures. I think um, the fixtures we have, we have Brentford, Arsenal, Man United, Leeds, Burnley, Brighton. Chelsea, Crystal Palace, Everton, Southampton, Leicester, Wolves, Watford versus Aston Villa, Norwich versus Liverpool, hmm. Newcastle, yeah. West Ham, then Sports versus Manchester City. Manchester. Obviously, yeah. ob- ob- obviously the, the standard feature here is the Liverpool game. Remember when <laughs> Norwich were in the league a couple of a couple of years ago? Yeah. We always target yeah. players against Norwich because they always yeah, just point, point, point. <laughs> So yeah. anybody playing Norwich, 
they are just they are, I don't I don't see them stopping Liverpool. I'll do anything can happen in football. Anything but I, I see Liverpool scoring goals in that game. So that is the standard picture for me. That picture in particular. So I'm not going to overthink. I'm not going to start saying I have one feeling. It is Captain Salah. I'm not thinking about it unless it's not available. No, don't overthink it. Yes, there's nothing. You know, there are things in here that uh, we try. Yeah. We try to dramatic about it. For Salah would be the most captain. You understand? But, so uh, yeah, if you are yeah. trying to be, if you are trying to be smart, you need to have reasons why you want to be smart. Why Salah you want to be smart? Is the best yeah. yeah, Salah is with the best picture on paper. Salah would yeah. be the most owned, or maybe it would be amongst the most owned players. Yeah, so automatically the second most owned after after. After sure, but people are not going to people are not going to put the armband on sure. People are not going to put exactly. the armband on sure. The armband is going to be on Salah. So if you don't own so, him and he goes on to score a hat trick, then you have yourself to blame. But also uh, we should know that Salah can also blank, you know, he might probably just yeah, blank and get a yellow card. So yeah. that is just the but it's I'm not going to overthink this one. It's just Salah. Certainly. <laughs> Is on penalty. One of the best yeah. players in the Premier League. There's nothing that would stop me from putting it on Salah unless he's out. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Same here. Same here. Same here. I thought so, you would be okay. going for Bruno. Bruno. Okay. Now Bruno is Bruno is a is a good idiot. If there was no Salah, it would have been Bruno. Um, but it's it's not it's not yet time to start being dramatic. Maybe it's, exactly. it's something that kind of movie I'll probably do on the last game of the season. Maybe if I'm, mm, if I'm trying to chase something, exactly. that kind of thing, yeah, on the last... Yeah. <laughs> there's a time in the season where you might need to do those things, and maybe you you have good reasons for what you want to do, and you just feel... Yeah. Like, like last yeah. season, I was last season, there was a time Salah went on a blank spree, then he now he scored, two against, he scored two goals against West Ham. So his next match okay. was to be against Brighton. And because of his two goals against West Ham, like... Almost, almost half of the game captained him. So that week, I, I, I just had a gut feeling on Bruno Fernandez versus Southampton, and you know okay, Southampton then thing. they were playing the high line, high line and everything. So yes, that was the yes, match yes. that ended them nine. Hmm. But the when Southampton player had red card in the first, in the first uh, ten minutes, so it was something I just, like, uh, it wasn't game with one. And sometimes, sometimes it's not, it's not always. You just those kind of design. you have to know that the risks sometimes is not it's not usually worth it the, the risks sometimes not usually but there are times where that warrant you to do things like that so for fixtures let me see personally i feel manchester united versus leeds should have um, goals i feel so that as if the leads mm-hmm. of the leads that, that came in especially Yeah, I feel the two teams should score. My, I see goals. I see. I, I don't know. I, I see. I, I, I see up to at least. I see like four goals in that match. I don't know who's going to score, but I, I see at like four, three to four goals in that match at least. And another oh, match well. I consider was um, is. Uh, okay. What is yeah, an opinion? Yeah, I, on that Manchester United and Leeds game. I'm a bit skeptical yeah. about that game. That okay. I'm not so confident in, in my Manchester United asset. Because I feel okay. you know, Leeds are this team that they attack and attack and um, they are a bit leaky at the back. But if you look at yeah. Leeds closely, you would notice that was earlier last season. Towards the That's end of I last said. season, Leeds became more matured and um, they became more organized at the back. If you look at the first yeah. leg against United, United scored a lot of goals. The second leg, yes. I, I can't hear you. Hello, Sam. Hello, Sam. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Just feel this game would be a game that might actually go zero zero into half time. 
honestly that is what I think because uh, you know I just feel like um, Leeds would not want to get humiliated again you know they have a rival against United and their last experience at at Old Trafford did not really go well so Leeds are a bit matured at the back now they are as in from last season towards the end I think and that game is a lunchtime kickoff again. Something just puts me off that fixture. Go. Yes. Never Something puts me off the fixture, and I'm not so confident about it. Okay. But notwithstanding, I already have a, a captainable premium player. Okay. So the um, I wanted to talk about. Um... And um, what do you think about um, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace? What do you expect? Mm, Chelsea versus Palace, I, 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 I think um, I'm not. I don't know how the new Palace would look like under look, the new manager. Vieira. Yeah. No, those are those are a few things like those are a few things we look into because we know Palace, like the Palace we used to know. It's not the yeah. Palace we are. We are looking at and um, I did not see any Palace preseason game. I did not follow their result. Okay. I think I saw a few games that um, Zaha scored a penalty, scored a couple of goals in some games. Yeah. Not really into their setup, and I think their new manager wants to attack. Yeah, so wants to. He has changed the formation first of all. So yeah. So I don't know if they are trying to attack. Regardless of the opposition, you know those are the things we'll find out during yeah, the season. Yeah, this is Yes, so it is a bit difficult. I don't know if they would go all out because if they go all out, then I think Chelsea would hurt them because Certainly. of the quality of players. But if they try to play like Palace, trying to keep it tight and all that, I feel I still feel Chelsea would have so much for them to handle. Certainly, yeah. the problem with Chelsea is you don't know who. I don't know who is going to start. I don't exactly. know. You know, the Chelsea manager is just like um, I think it is going is probably worse than than Pep. Pep. But most of us talk about Pep. Yeah, honestly, I think it's probably yeah. worse. But because we've not seen him enough, we think it is Pep who does this thing. I think we I will be very very careful in selecting Chelsea players. Chelsea players. Yes, towards the end of last season. It was one of the things that, that really yeah, hurt me. It taught me. I, I, I remember, after, I remember after I the white card, I had yeah. uh, Mendy and Rudiger. I doubled up. And um, oh. I would just do some games. Rudiger won't play. We knew that. You know, there's one that is Yes, that is the most ridiculous thing to me because. I don't have a second goalkeeper, and the goalkeeper I relied on, Mendy, would yeah. not play again. That was just that, that. The funniest thing would be they will keep playing shit in that game, and exactly. But you don't have any points coming for the, for the keeper yeah, position. Exactly. So that is why I'm very even Mendy to get Mendy, who is a goalkeeper and should be named. You know, like Manchester City now. If you want to look at selecting Ederson. People yeah. will tell you the first player, this, that. Yeah. Yeah. He played Kepa on the odd game. I think he played Kepa about three times or so. I'm not really Kepa sure. Kepa full of times. And it was, it was not even funny. There was one week, um, he didn't play Mendy. So, ahead of the, that time, I think that time, for some reason, okay, I just played my bench boost. So, I had Mendy and another starting keeper. Yes, so, as Mendy didn't play that week for the next week, and I decided to play the starting keeper. Mendy hold, Mendy hold big. That <laughs> week I, it, it was just not just funny. Okay, let's. I think that's all with fixtures. I want to try to wrap up now. Let, let us take two questions. Someone asked me a question yesterday. But I think the answer varies. But what do you think? If he says says something like, um, "What do you think is the best midfield combination?" It was just a very, it's a very big question. But the best midfield combination right now, right now, yeah, right now. Based I on think, the information, yeah. 
right now, right now, the midfield selection should be um, it should be based on how you want to play the game. You understand? Okay. Yes, because if I tell you the best midfield connect um, combination, it is not a fact. It is just an opinion of mine. How I want to set up, you get? Because personally, I just feel at this stage in this week one where we don't have a premium striker yet. The mm. captainable options that we have right now, mm. right now in FPL, they are two yeah. good captainable. And you know when we say captainable options, you can captain anyone in FPL, even your even your goalkeeper. goalkeeper but we are talking yeah. about the premium assets yeah. that we can rely heavily on. So those captainable options right now are just two players. So yeah. you know now, like majority of people playing this game would rely on two players for captain. Bruno yeah. and Salah. Salah, yeah. So those are the first two names that should be on your in your midfield, in my yeah. opinion, right now. <laughs> now, if you have those two players, it means if you captain Salah and Bruno holds, it means many people would also captain Salah. And even if Bruno would all, it is better you own him in your team and you are just missing out on the second point. That's you know, captain times two. Times two, yeah. It is better than not owning him at all. At all. You get? Yes. Yeah. So you see all these mid-range players, all these um, Bundia, Jota, Greenwood. Mm. There's a big pool of them. That after a few weeks, we, we have players that the structure fits for them, like the 7.5, 8 million, 7.5, 8 million, then even some 6.5. It is easy to move around those players. But if you don't start with Bruno and Salah and you're trying yeah. to get them back, it is difficult to get them back because of very, their price tag. Very difficult. So I feel like the plan now should be just at least have those two premium players. I've seen some drafts online, like um, some people are trying to go without Bruno. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen that. I've seen that. So yes. it's- it's just, it was not gaining popularity, and yeah. I don't know. <laughs> cover Bruno. They want to cover Bruno with Greenwood, It will probably work because at some point Bruno's numbers last season dried up. Bro, yeah, yeah. But I'm, I don't think I'm willing to take that risk. No, I'm not because willing to take that risk. When I, when I don't have a player, a player that is on set piece. Oh, I think he shares and set his duty now with Luke Shaw. He's on direct free kicks. He's on penalties. Penalties. Apart from penalties and free kicks, he's a good player. He can score goals from nowhere. We yeah. saw that goal. Highest, highest um, point scorer last season. You know, last season. if I don't go with Bruno then, is there an essential player? I don't like using that word essential, but is there a player I would really miss out on if I don't go with Bruno? That's it. There's is no... there another player I really need to get from Wukon? Just think about it. So if I'm yeah. trying to sacrifice Bruno, for who exactly? It is hmm. totally understandable if, for example, now Kane has signed for City. Yeah, yeah. it's a different ball game now. Then probably I'll sacrifice Bruno because I want Kane and, you know, budget won't yeah. let me get rid of them. Then that is different. But I'm not going to get Kane. Lukaku is not in the game yet. So why exactly... What exactly am I doing with Bruno's funds? <laughs> you are trying to be yeah. dramatic. <laughs> no, that is, just, that is just it. Because as the game, that is why we talked about flexibility in the earlier part of this recording. Yeah. At some point, if I say, okay, Bruno is not really doing well, it is you easier move to from move him from yeah, Bruno. Really. And forcing yourself to bring him in. Because before you can bring him in, trust me, you have to sell like three players. Point one. Then you have to start selling players, selling players, selling players. That, that is how you start taking your mind. It hits. Point hits. So that is how you start it. So, although, like I said, there's no defined order to play this game, those yeah. without Bruno also have a game plan. So, okay. every manager with their own with their own plan. So, that is just what I think is the best midfield. Bruno, okay. Salah, then a 4.5 million uh, midfielder like the Super of Brighton or. Brown, Brown Burnley. You just know you put that on the bench. Then two mid-price midfielders, and yeah. those include them players like um, I think Grealish. But you yeah, might Grealish. Grealish because he's no longer 
playing for Aston Villa, but yeah. we all know what Grealish can do. Grealish was popular in our teams last season before his injury. So Grealish, um, Jota, Boy. if he's nailed, Bruno, if he's nailed, Buendia. So Buendia yeah. is unavailable. I think it makes El Ghazi a bit more interesting. Uh, very interesting option. Because I think uh, El Ghazi is on penalties, but I don't know now. Yeah. I don't Teams, know. Yeah, but one of the two. But it's beyond so, the penalties. It's very like I don't know. He scores. He's that kind of player. He can just score exactly, a goal. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for for that question, best midfield now would be Bruno Salah, a four point five million midfielder like Ambisoma or Brownfield. Then just two mid price, um, mid price midfielders. I I am I like Salah. Star of what for? It's my last like star. Yeah, but um, I, I think I want to wait on star because it is easier to move from maybe a seven point five million player to star because yeah. star is six. But it will be difficult to find someone to replace star at that stage. So I need to be very very sure about star if I want to bring him in. So I'm still looking at star. And another reason why I, it is difficult for me to bring in star is because. I have not seen Sai in a long time. The last time I saw Sai was when they were playing in the Premier League and it was mm-hmm. very, very interesting to watch. So I don't know how he really played with Watford. I don't know how many goals he scored. I don't, you know, there's no eye test and I don't have statistics to look out for. So uh, I'm a bit skeptical going with Sai. I probably won't start with Sai. I probably won't. Okay. So that's just my idea of the... Of the, the, the okay. No problem. I think... We should, we should try to wrap up. Okay, um, our last episode was, was really long and we promised to make this a lot shorter. shorter. Yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. People always prefer podcasts uh, yeah. that are not too long. Long, yeah. Probably just 20 minutes we summarize everything and, and that's it. So it was nice having um, the guru. <laughs> Sam the guru. I really I really enjoyed your your analysis and your the insights you gave. Well, it's people. just um, it's just like I said, there's no guru there's no guru in the game. We all yeah. just play based on what we think or how we feel. But yeah. at least there are people who Putting a bit more into their planning than others. Exactly. That is the difference between a basic player and a big advanced player. Yeah, and it's not. That is just it. It's just it, yeah. yeah so it was, it was nice having you And as time goes on, we, are, we, are, we have podcasts, we have episodes, we still have, we are running it from now to the end of the season. We'll still have a few extra episodes too. So, We'll try to we'll see if we can pick you up on one of these days. Maybe that time we'll have the full house. I would like I would like you to to be around when my partner is around. So it's a very interesting player too. It's a okay, very interesting. Okay. So, so both both okay. of us we are we are kind of how do how do I explain it now? We are different in the way we play, but we we yield um, we yield like similar results. So it's okay. just it's interesting. It's, it's interesting to. To, to point out this was, it was nice having you out and I guess and everyone that listened to this will um, attest to the fact that it was um, what's why so good luck in game with one mm, let me go and yeah. sleep on your let me go and sleep on your look sure advice but sometimes I can be stubborn you need to follow what you think oh uh, yeah on, on paper, paper. You, you're on paper, on paper yeah, yeah. And my, my, thing, my advice is better the funny thing is, I even agree. I agree, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. You what agree, I, but you just want to disturb. You know, when it fights you, then you're gonna, re- you will be really odd. Because I'm going to start with Luke Shaw, and I would really hope that decision would cost you. That is just it. That is what starts to separate the point. Exactly. <laughs> so there's no problem. No problem. It's no problem. But yeah, you will probably get away with it. That's another thing. Cancelo is a city player, so I would always want Cancelo to do well. Yeah, so I I'll I'll sleep on like I I don't know since since the game started I've not had show in any of my drafts I've just been I don't know but today as you raised your points 
um, is, is something worth considering. But I might probably still go with Cancelo, but I'll sleep on it. Uh, Thanks for your contribution. Thanks for being with us. I guess you're we welcome. Are done. You're welcome. Good luck in game with one. Yeah, good, good luck. luck. So anytime, uh, I'll, still, I'll still, I'll still try to we'll, we'll still chat. We'll still chat this year. I enjoyed your okay. conversation. All right, okay. I guess that's all for today's episode. Join us in about a week's time for a game with Pickford, where we we'll look back on <laughs> on the effects of our decision on how game one went, and looking forward to game two. Thanks for joining us. Bye bye.